Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What fuels you, Kevin? The competition, the naysayers, the owners who talk too much. You know, the people who don't think a 36, 35-year-old can do what I do. I take a lot of, I take a lot of pride in my craft. I work really hard on my craft every day. And uh, I'm a true professional. Kevin Garnett, post-game, looking directly in the camera at his naysayers. Dennison Callahan, it's our number two. The morning after the Celtics take a 3-2 lead, one win away from getting to the NBA Finals. Joining us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE, Wally Zerbiak, who played seven seasons with Kevin Garnett, two here in Boston, currently with CBS Sports Network as a studio analyst. He's part of the network's weekly roundtable college basketball show, Inside College Basketball. Good morning, Wally. It's John and Jerry in Boston. Thanks for taking a minute or two. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, guys. Uh, you have famously, in the last two or three days, uh, been quoted on Twitter as saying, KG is another one who lacks the hashtag clutch gene and always has. Um, what was your basis of that tweet, and do you still believe it after you watched what you watched last night, Wally? Well, here's the thing about KG. Like he said in his interview last night, it's, it's incredible what he's doing right now at his age. It is a credit to his craft, how professional he is. He's got like 20 and 10 every single playoff game, I think, or maybe you know double-doubles every single playoff game. He's playing the best basketball quite possibly I've ever seen him play at the biggest moments. I mean, it's just incredible. But the reason why I put the, uh, put, put, put the tweet out there about the clutch gene is to be objective. And, and in our profession, our job is to be objective. And we put LeBron on blast for not having the clutch gene. Mm-hmm. So watching KG throughout his career, now with Boston, I just threw it out there that, hey, let's keep an eye on KG at crunch time and see what he does at crunch time. You know, because in years past when we were with Minnesota, we had guys like Sam Cassell who took the big shot. Now with Boston, he has Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. And to KG's credit, why wouldn't you defer to those guys at the end of games? They're, you know, big shot makers. Paul Pierce showed it again last night. Now, having said that, KG proved me completely wrong last night. Made two huge free throws down the stretch and made a big 15-footer. So, you know, if I'm one of the naysayers that's helping motivate KG play at this level, then maybe the Boston fans owe me a little thank you because he's just playing off the chart. Well, I give you credit. You're a man for saying he proved you wrong with what he did last night. Let me ask you this question. It was no secret. Uh, that your relationship with Kevin was a little uneven during your seven seasons together in Minnesota, a relationship that seemed marred by some sort of hidden uh, source of conflict. Have you ever addressed that and, and said exactly what it was, why you two didn't necessarily go out to dinner every single night together? No, it happened early on in our career, and I'll save that for a tell-all book if that ever happens. I'm not saying that ever will, but we learned to get along very amicably. We had seven great years. I mean, he was a phenomenal teammate. He took me as a player to extraordinary heights. Mm-hmm. He helped me make the all-star team, helped us make the playoffs every single year. We made the Western Conference Finals. Just unfortunately, as a team, we couldn't achieve that ultimate goal, which was an NBA championship. And he's achieved it in Boston with other great players around him, great coaches, great organization. It's nothing but credit to him. You know, it's unfortunate in sports, you know, there are 30 teams in the NBA and pretty much only one team goes home happy at the end of the year. 
So it's really tough to accomplish that final goal. And, uh, you know, this year is very fun watching them do what they're doing. They're playing some really good basketball. All right, so you won't say specifically what it was, but what, it was a specific incident. Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. Okay, fair do enough. You, do you think, uh, did, did KG's arrival in Boston have anything to do with the, the end of your time here in Boston, Wally? Uh, I don't understand the question. You, you finished up here in 07, right? Right. He arrived like a, a month after your uh, departure. Your departure. Right, right. Just coincidence? I don't know. I mean, I was traded for Ray Allen. I, right. I mean, I, I, have, I have no idea. I don't know what went through, right. you know, the mind of the, um, you know, the, 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 you know, Danny Ainge and the owners there in Boston. I, I really don't have any idea. So, I mean, you are, you know more about this game than, than, than we do. You're as surprised as we are at what they're accomplishing. I mean, let's be honest, Wally. Nobody picked them to get past the Heat, and they're one game away from the finals. As you sit there and watch these this series unfold, is it as surprising to you as it is to everyone else? Honestly, no, because I know how good Paul is, I know how good Ray is, and I know how good of a coach Doc Rivers is. I mean, when you're playing for a coach that has been in the wars, playing with the Atlanta Hawks against the Boston Celtics in six, seven-game series back in the playoffs, when you look at a coach like that, he, he, he gains ultimate respect right away as a player. And that's such a luxury to have. And you see the job that he's doing in these series. It's just phenomenal what he is doing as a coach. And then with Chris Bosch out, I said at the beginning of the series, KG is the key. He has a matchup advantage every time he sets foot on the floor. Nobody can guard him out there. And with a point guard like Rondo, finding him on these lobs, finding him on these pick and rolls, and with a coach like Doc Rivers drawing up plays to get him the ball in positions where he can be successful, I thought the Celtics could definitely beat this team, no question. You did. Do you, yeah. uh, do you think LeBron James lacks the clutch gene? I think when he was with Cleveland, he didn't. Because when I first got traded to the Cavs, my first conversation with Mike Brown was, Wally, our job is to just get the game into the fourth quarter, give the ball to LeBron in the last five minutes, and he'll win it every single time. And he did. We knew where the ball was going. We knew he was going to come through for us. Ever since, though, he's gotten to Miami. He's been totally different, I think, at the end of games. I think it was evident in game in the game before, I must have been game four in Boston. I thought he made a horrible decision at the end of the game, not even getting a shot up, allowing the defense to dictate what he was going to do with the ball in the last possession and not attacking the defense and making the defense react to him. And then, you know, last night he was deferring to Wade. And, and it's one of the things where it, it, should he not be deferring to Wade? Probably not. I mean, Wade's like, you know, Paul Pierce. He's a very clutch guy. Why do you think KG defers a little bit to Paul Pierce and Ray Allen? Because it's possibly the right move to do. Right. Those guys come up with big shots. But at the same time, you know, he has not been the same player that I remember playing with in Cleveland in Miami in those clutches. So tomorrow night you're expecting uh, the Celtics close it out here in Boston, where the pressure is going to be much, much greater on, yeah, on, on yeah. LeBron? I mean, I, I, if you ask me a prediction, I predicted Miami would win game five. I right. mean, the home team has such a huge advantage in the playoffs, and it's so tough to win on the road. And what Boston did last night um, was a big-time win. I mean, to go in there in a pressure situation, a pressure game, and get that victory was just big. Now all the pressure swings to the Celtics. You know, I think um, you know they have to come out. They have to defend home court. They're going to get Miami's best effort. And, you know, Miami's got, you know, got a lot of pride in that locker room, and they have some great players in that locker room, and they have Chris Bosh getting healthy. 
So I, I, I've just been captivated by these playoffs, by these series. I don't think it gets any better, and I can't wait for game six. Wally Zerbiak, is it an oversimplification to state it this way? The Celtics seem to play their best when the stakes are the highest and the pressure is palpable, and the Heat seem to play their worst in those same situations. Is that an I oversimplification? I think that's completely accurate. Yeah. Completely accurate. I mean, you see guys that step up, that relish the moment. Paul Pierce was having a really tough shooting night, and then he hit a cold-blooded three right in LeBron James's face. Mm. LeBron made contact with his wrist right after he released it. I mean, that was just a, a, a phenomenal shot. You know, Ray Allen's got bone spurs in his ankles. He's been shooting 60% from the free throw line during the playoffs. What does he do? He steps up and makes the two big free throws at the end of the game to help seal the victory. And then KG for... You know, whatever reason, he says he's motivated by the naysayers. He comes in and makes big plays down the stretch. It's just a credit to those three and the team as a whole because, you know, guys like Keon Dueling with the shots Michael Petras made at the end of the game, those are huge clutch shots. I mean, that's a guy that's not going to back down from anyone. He's done a great job on LeBron on defense all series, too. That's just It just shows that if you put your hand out, and then you make it into a fist, you're going to do a lot more damage as a fist than if you put your hand out and you just put two fingers together um, and you try to break something. And I think that's the difference. You know, uh, right now Boston's a team, and right now Miami's a little bit fragmented. Wally, after the game, Chris Bosch said, I had more to give. I felt good out there. Eric Spolstra remarkably said, I didn't see much rest. He seemed to have a lot of energy. He was fine at the end. And then he said, but I didn't think it would be fair to put him back in there at the end of the game. Do you understand the absence of Chris Bosh from that game down the stretch? Well, Eric Spolz is going to have to answer a lot of questions, let me tell you. I mean, uh, just just what they run at the end of games. I mean, I look at Doc Rivers. He runs a cross screen, you know, in the last two minutes for KG to get him the ball mm-hmm. five feet from the basket with a smaller guy on his back, you know. And it just seems like he, he Eric Spolster makes Wade and James just beat you know, beat the Celtics one-on-five from the top of the key or half court. I mean, I don't see any getting the guys in a good position where they can score, getting the guys of the ball with an advantage to score. And, you know, KG, when he looks at Chris Bosh, he sees another all-star. He sees another max player. All, just right away, I think he has more respect for him as a defender. It's going to be tougher for KG to make his moves, to get those lobs, to get the easy plays and baskets than, he, than when he has a smaller guy like Haslam guarding him or sometimes LeBron guarding him, which LeBron's been doing a lot. I mean, LeBron's not used to guarding a post defender, so I agree. I mean, if Bosch was healthy, I don't see why he wasn't in the game at the end. You've got to go with your big money guys, and uh, I anticipate he'll probably be in in game six come crunch time. Final question, and we'll get you out of, out of here with, with this, Wally. When you compare the matchups, Celtics versus the Heat, you know, the Celtics point guard versus the Heat's point guard, the Miami superstars <laughs> versus the uh, Boston superstars, is the biggest disparity in matchups the Celtic coach versus the Miami coach? Absolutely. And you got you got to preface it by saying one of the big three hasn't been there for most of the series for Miami, so that's been a big disadvantage. Sure. AG's really exploited that. But, you know, as a coach, I know. I've been coached by Doc Rivers. He's the best coach I've ever played for. He just knows. He gets it. He knows what's going through the mind of a player. He knows how to – how to get a player into a rhythm, how to get him going, how to get him the ball in his sweet spot where he can make a play, where he can make a shot, and then he can start playing better defense. And, um, you know, he's just he, he's done a great job for the Celtics. You know, it starts with the owners, Wick and Steve, goes to Danny and then Doc. You know, that's what makes a great organization. The, 
you, you know, the, you know, the brains of the organization trickle down to the players, and I think that's why they're accomplishing so much. All right, we want to help you sell the tell-all book, Wally. So just give us a hint. <laughs> the problem no, with KG was it? Uh, was I it? Really don't. I'm, I'm no need to, to to sell my soul for something like that. You know what happens between KG and I? That's that's for for for, for closed doors. We've gotten over it, and um, you know, uh, I have no hard feelings towards him. Uh, on the court or off the court? <laughs> Uh, combination of both. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, let us know when the book comes out. Yeah, we'll we'll, right. we'll uh, yeah we'll push the book for you when it comes out. He is a Wally Zerbiak, former Celtic, former Timberwolf, currently CBS Sports Network studio analyst, part of the network's weekly roundtable college basketball show, Inside College Basketball. Wally Zerbiak, thanks for taking a couple of minutes this morning to talk some basketball with us. My pleasure. A lot of fun, guys. Wally Zerbiak with Dennison Callahan on the AT&T Outline. AT&T 4G LTE with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G. AT&T Rethink Possible. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.